Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs. I'm Stephanie Burns, the founder of Chic CEO, and today I have with me Eli Davidson. Eli is Eli Davidson grew up on a gravel road in a small town in Kansas, which I completely relate since I'm from Nebraska. Um, and using the system she will be sharing today, she took her business from startup to over a million in sales in two years. And Eli has now grown four successful businesses in 2013 alone. She won the Woman Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And her marketing strategies have generated over $41 million for her clients. Davidson is on a mission to create one million millionaires. She mentors Inc. 500 CEOs, experts, and great people like you. Her systems create velocity and business growth so clients have the time and money to enjoy life and give back. Eli's small business advice has been featured on CNN in 134 nations, in the New York Times, and Huffington Post. She's appeared on the Today Show, Dr. Phil's Decision House, and has coached celebrities like Joan River, Joan River to Breakthrough breakthroughs on national tv are you there eli oh my goodness thank you stephanie <laughs> holy moly <laughs> well thank you for joining us today um you know we've known each other for a while now and i always love chatting with you uh so we like to start off with um you know i give the bio but tell us a little a surprising secret about you and then after you tell us that Give us a little background on Eli and how you got to where you were and kind of your story. So I do know how to buck hay and herd cattle. Um, oh. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I guess I really, for you listening to this podcast, I want you to know I am a bootstrapping entrepreneur. And I, sometimes I hear my bio and I'm like, really? I did that with with like... I feel like with bubblegum and chipmunks helping me, I mean, really, I would say I, I've, I was one of those people that sat in the audience of people like Jack Canfield, and then I got to do an actual movie and book with him. So I'd say my story is very much one of, yes, you can. So tell me about kind of where you began. How did you get started? Um, well, I really did grow up in a like completely remote farm that was pretty much nowhere. I mean, when I say a gravel road, it's like a gravel road where just a car driving by, that was a really big deal. And so, I mean, I think as an entrepreneur, you've got to be, you've got to have grit and you've got to be you've got to be pretty scrappy and growing up on a farm and, you know, feeding cattle and chickens, I was scrappy and I, I wanted a, I wanted a better life. And, um, I basically how I got started was I was getting married and I saw these really beautiful hair accessories for my bridesmaids, except I couldn't afford to buy them for them because I was pretty broke. And so I just got out of glue gun and I glued up some, hair accessories from a girl's and I started wearing one and I walked through Fred Siegel and 
a sales girl stopped me and said, I love that thing in your hair. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, where did you get it? I'm like, well, I made it. And that was my first store that I ever sold my, my hair accessories to. And I sold $1,000 the first week. And within six months, I was in Women's Wear Daily, which is, that's the Wall Street Journal of fashion. Right. And, and you know, I've done that in a variety of industries now. And so what I'd say my blessing is for other entrepreneurs is I really have a system to grow business fast. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I went on to, you know, sell to over a thousand stores and, now here's the deal, ladies. I made a big mistake. <laughs> I did not have a mentor. I was just me and ideas and markets and flying all over the country. And I, you guys, I made every freaking mistake an entrepreneur can make. So within three years, I had 500 SKUs. That means I had 500 <laughs> products. Oh no. Hello. Oh, yeah. Like every penny I was making and I was making significant money. I, I had over a million four in retail sales was going back into supplies. I mean, when I really got down to it, you guys, I mean, here I am in a hundred, in a thousand stores. I have major Hollywood stars. I had the former first, I had the first lady, and my secretary was taking home more money than I was. So I'd say, you guys, that is why I am so passionate about hiring a mentor. Because what I've seen in each one of the businesses that I've built really fast, I mean, I'm in the top 0.1% of coaches globally. And I, I invested in an entrepreneur to just show, you know, into a mentor so that I wouldn't make the sort of mistakes I made in that business. Wow. And so what, what pushed you into becoming the, the coach that you are today and helping entrepreneurs shifting from your business in accessories to this? Okay. I have to admit, I'm not that smart. Actually, I'm really stupid. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. But so ahead. here's the deal. So here's how I made the change. I lost everything. Oh no. So I was so busy. I was working 17 hours a day. I was like, why get out of your pajamas? You know, like, come on. And I was flying all over the country and I I basically in 18 months, I lost my marriage, I lost my business, and I lost my health. And I had something called Meniere syndrome. And there are people that are bedridden for their entire lives with that. And so my business took me down. And I mean, I, 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 I'm dumbfounded by what I had to walk through. And, and what made it even worse was I had $88,000 of corporate credit card debt on top of all that. And, you know, I was in such a dark place. And, I mean, I just felt like my life was over. And um, 
you know, someone, uh, somehow I heard about a program in something called spiritual psychology. And I just had this inner call to somehow figure out a way to go take that class, which was very expensive. I only had the money for the first month, but I got myself in that class and, and started using the principles of really coming to a place of co-creation uh, with that deeper wisdom inside and was able to start a business, quadruple my income, and, um, and you know, I mean, that process, I really saw that it, it, it's like I had already done sort of outer marketing and with the tools of, of spiritual psychology, I mean, you know, Ian LaVanzant, that's Oprah's coach, was my classmate, so, you know, it's a very elite program, that I, I realized that if I put the two together, I could really, really impact lives with inner tools and outer tools combined. And um, it's, it's been extraordinary to see the sort of growth that I've been able to have for myself, but even more importantly, to see for clients. like to ask our guests for a success quote and I love your success quote this is something that you live by every day something that you tell yourself and something that really uh, is present in your business can you tell us what that is for you and this too is good <laughs> now this is not from somebody very famous um, it's uh, from Vernice Armour's grandma her actually great grandma. And um, so Bernice Armour is a very well-known speaker. Um, she's one of the top keynote speakers in the country. She's been on Oprah a bunch of times. She's a client and a friend. And I'll tell you, you guys, I live by what Bernice's great grandma told her. And this too is good. Like for instance, today, my La my beautiful new MacBook Pro laptop like wasn't functioning mm. <laughs> 15 minutes before this oh, no. and so it's like okay this too is good and so thanks you know I'm so grateful that I have like the best guy in the world and he set me up on his PC etc cetera, etc cetera. so I don't know what the good is from it yet but it is good and you guys, I really want to emphasize the power of gratitude. And that sounds cheesy and woo-woo, but um, really entrepreneurship is about seeing opportunity. And when you see that everything is good, you're able to spot opportunity that other people miss. That's, that's really important and a perfect lead-in into what we're talking about today because today we're talking about the top three tips for defining the million-dollar problem. Amen. And your first tip is sell to the people that can afford to buy. And this sounds like a big duh but there's so many entrepreneurs that will create something because they think it's cool or they think it, it'll be fun, but they don't actually consider 
who's going to buy it and if they even have money to buy it. So tell us, tell us more about this because I, I love this from you. I've heard you say this before. So Stephanie, I know that I've spoken at your events. I speak globally to entrepreneurs and I have to say this tip in any audience in any country is the one where people go, oh, <laughs> yeah. I can just feel the entire room. It could be thousands of people going, oh. So here's the deal. And um, this used to not, okay, so this is all about seeing the opportunity and just really actually seeing reality. So our entire global economy has shifted since 2008. And this is something that is, it's sad, but it's just the truth. So here's the deal. In 2008, uh, the, the wealth in our world started shifting. And now, 24% of the global population has 68% of the disposable income. I really want you to hear this again. So it's pretty much 80-20. It's pretty close to that. 20% of the people have 80% of the cash. Now, here's the problem. Almost every single person online is selling stuff to everybody. And then they cannot figure out why, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I did the Facebook ad into the squeeze page, into the landing page, into the free webinar. I, they've been on my email list for, gosh, how come they've been on my email list for seven months and they haven't bought anything? It's because they don't have the money to buy anything. And so it's just absolutely imperative before you create a product that you have an absolutely clear vision of who's going to buy it. And the other thing that's really compounding this is that the internet is doubling every 200 days. You mean the people on the internet? No, the, not just the people on the internet, the, at the size of the internet, the amount of information on the internet is doubling every 200 days. Wow. So the other problem, Steph, for anybody listening, unless you are laser focused on the people that can afford to buy and know that they want to buy from you, you are invisible. For example, when I was on your stage about a year ago, Stephanie, that day, there were 200 million tweets on Twitter. 200 million mm -hmm. that day. Guess how many there are today, about a year later? Oh, man. A hundred million? I'm, I don't know. Today, Urban. on Twitter, there are 400. 400. Yeah. Oh. 400 million tweets on Twitter today, just today. Wow. And I could go through all the other stats. So that's why people are starting businesses and failing often because they haven't picked the people that can both find them and pay for what they do. So do you think that this that social media is just 
too noisy for a new entrepreneur? 400 million in yeah, a day. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So what do you what do you say to that? What do you say to a new entrepreneur that's can't compete with 400 million tweets a day? The very first step to to start any business is you in today's market, you absolutely must have and you've heard me talk about this, what we call a you, you have to find your most condensed form of value. So the analogy we, I use is a, is a diamond. And the reason I use that is a diamond is the most condensed form of wealth on the planet. So you, any entrepreneur, needs to find the most condensed form of profit and audience in their business. Because in 400 million tweets every day, they can't stand out any other way. So I'll just give you a quick example of somebody like this in the last month. So she was a relationship coach. Mm -hmm. I mean, most this is what really works. My work is with service-based entrepreneurs. It's not really for products. So if you've got a service-based business, listen up. Mm -hmm. It might work for products, but service-based business is really that. So she was a relationship coach. We know how many, you know, relationship coaches there are out there. Remember, think of 400 million tweets right. on Twitter. So, you know, really this work is really about finding what for each person is, is really their gift that other people will pay for. So it's all about to, to stand out. Nobody really, everyone's looking to solve their problems. That's really what business is. At the bottom line, business is problem solving. And the when a problem's a really good problem, people want to pay you to solve that. So I put it through the channel of is it urgent, pervasive, and expensive? Mm -hmm. The first one being expensive. So it turned out that she had she was German and she managed a professional uh, basketball team in Germany. <laughs> And uh, she happened to be married to a former professional athlete. And so she had a lot of experience with pro athletes. So this work took her from a business uh, relationship coach to what we like to call a diamond niche business. So now she's the relationship coach for professional athletes. Wow. That's now, much different. You see how different that is? I now do. what's really great is that I want each one, everyone has this, this high value or, and now what's great is that means she is the go-to expert on relationships professional for professional athletes. And you should have seen the text when she sent me a text going, OMG, I was just hired by the NFL. Wow. <laughs> In three months. She's like, I beat John Gray. Wow. I wow. beat a multi New York Times best-selling author because I have a diamond niche. I'm speaking just to my tribe and now she's in talks with the NBA. That's in three months. That's great. And I've heard you talk about the urgent, expensive, pervasive problem before. So thank you for bringing that up because um, I, I really love that. You, I heard you talk about an example before in, in this uh, 
area where you had a woman who was an animal psychic. And oh, she, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she talked to all sorts of animals, and you were, finally you you showed her what the diamond was. It's it's racehorses. They're the most expensive yeah. animals. They're the ones that um, return the most, and they're the ones that cost the most. So once she made the switch into only working with equestrian, <laughs> yeah, show, and then we we yeah underperforming show horses. Yeah, and then what's so I, I just and I want everybody to listen to this model. I mean, look, if it can work with an animal communicator, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it can work with your business. Mm -hmm. So um, what's and what's been amazing since we spoke is that. Um, so if you hear that, like, oh God, show horse performance expert, but, but I want you guys to listen to how those tweets are going to be heard. So now it's the American Show Horse Association, the Palomino Show Horse Association, the California Show, Show Horse Association, the California Palomino Show Horse Association. So, um... You know, she was approached, literally, she doesn't have to go out looking for things. I mean, the days of her needing to sell are over because she has inbound requests. Yeah. So the other element of this is, is really you never need to sell again. Hmm. What's crazy, Stephanie, is I, you know, use this as an example. Check this out. Someone in my audience heard me use this as an example. She was talking about it in a bar. A TV producer heard her, and we're in talks about her having her own TV show on The Horse Network. Wow, good for her, that's so, so great. You know, I, yeah, so I mean that's, I think the other element of people really understanding this is when you have a diamond solution you never need to sell again right and you know a lot of people talk about finding your niche finding your niche and getting really really deep and this you talking about it this way is a really great example and a, and a really clear way to show the shift from being maybe you are in a niche market to but to really really dive deep into um the, an area where you don't have to sell, where you have a lot of clients, and you're actually solving a problem. Oh, I think the thing that is very different in my work is sell to the people that can afford to buy, yeah. solve their problems, right? Which is a very different take on it because people could literally have this really defined niche, and they don't have any money. And, and I think there's another really bigger purpose with this, Stephanie. It's not about just selling to rich people. It's none of that. It's really completely about velocity, really building a business quickly and profitably so you can flourish, so you can enjoy your life, and so you can give back. Right. Awesome. Wow, we really went deep on tip number one. I love that. Let's go to tip number two where you say, change it up. It's a mature market. What do you mean by that? Okay. So this is another element that's, that most people are ignoring and it's killing their business. And this just follows with this. So basically, um, 
a mature, I'm going to give you an example. So essentially when a market is young, there are few, there are very few competitors because it's a young market. So for instance, you know, I'm from Kansas, uh, 25 years ago, if you went to the grocery store in Olathe, Kansas, there would have been maybe three bottles of olive oil on the shelves. Like maybe because it's like olives, like what? There's an oil in an olive? Are you kidding me? Ugh. If you go back to that same grocery store, even in Olathe, Kansas, there are going to be 35 bottles of olive oil minimum because the market has matured, meaning there are more people that are in the olive oil game. Um, that look at television channels. I mean, there used to be back in ancient history, like three television channels. Right. There are now 734 television channels. There is a horse network. There is a bass fishing television network. Right. Bass fishing, just for bass fishing. Right. So as a market matures, it is imperative that you have a very defined space or you will be completely invisible. Mm -hmm. So if you're into bass fishing, like my papa, you know, <laughs> you're going to go to that bass fishing channel. Uh -huh. And so I'd say that's the, the biggest mistake I see with um, so many startups is, is they – Oh my God, I just sometimes I say these things. Okay, listen, most of you have drunk the Kool-Aid. <gasps> I'll do what I love and the money will follow. Mm -hmm. And guess what, baby? It's a lie. And I'll tell you why it's a lie. Because business doesn't work like that. Business is about solving a problem. Now, if you really genuinely love being of service and love your clients, yes, it is what you love. But um, I'm on enough stages with enough people that are selling you things. It's really easy to sell somebody. <gasps> Just do what you love and the money will follow. But it's a sales tool. So what do you say to them when, are, so are you saying that their uh, entrepreneurs come into a mature market and, and don't understand why they're not doing well? Are you saying they should find a younger market or create their own? You, you have to create a niche. I mean, look, I'm being mentored by the guy that started this little company called Priceline. <laughs> so, so um, you know, it's really incredible to have mentorship with somebody that started a, you know, took a company to a billion dollars in 24 months. And his perspective is it's not a business problem. It is a niche problem. Because in a mature market, unless you are targeted to a niche, you are invisible. And, and the, the spin I take on it and, and something that is imperative is since 2008, people have, 
have not been aware that you have to pick a niche of people that can afford to buy what you're selling. So you're saying try and find a younger market or create your own new market with people that are, are able to buy. This sounds hard, Eli. This sounds really tough. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is um, <laughs> once, you know, yeah, you can't read the label from inside the jar. Right. Generally. Right. Um, is it tough? Well, you know what? Here's the thing, Stephanie. Do you want to spend 18 months and then have a business go out of business? Right. Or do you want to put in the time in the beginning to go, oh, my gosh. I mean, another woman went from interior decorator to the house doctor. Um, diagnosing and helping how uh, no the house doctor for people with newly diagnosed respiratory diseases. Wow. So, I mean, what's amazing is she, she literally has people from all over the country that hear what she's up to. It's like, oh my god, my friend's child can't breathe. Can you help her? Because it's so, it really is creating. A, a market of of just finding the problems that haven't been served, yeah. and yeah, it it's work on the front end. But I think you can anybody that hears any of these businesses goes, it's a no brainer. Yeah, definitely. So why not go into business that's a no brainer? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I interesting. I was reading something not too long ago, and it was talking about. Uh, innovation and how we need to innovate for the outliers because the people at the, in the middle of the bell curve that's just the norm but if we innovate for the people on the outside the outliers that's when something really truly magical happens like somebody who ha is a house doctor for uh, you know respiratory issues that would be an outlier but a profitable one so. Well, here's the, I mean, the bottom line, Stephanie, and I'm just so glad to share the top three is people that are listening to this and that actually take action on this, this is going to be the difference between business success and failure, period. Right. Period. Yeah. Because, look, five years ago, you used to be able to compete in the middle of the bell curve. But you can't, you cannot, because they're already big brands with hundreds of thousands of followers in the middle of the bell curve, mm -hmm. period. And hundreds of millions of dollars to market themselves there. <laughs> yeah, it's like those days are over. And the sad thing is that many of the people, actually most of the people that are teaching online are teaching strategies that worked. They worked really well 10 years ago. But the internet is is 20 times bigger. Like if it was geography, it would be like the state of Rhode Island is now the entire continent of North America. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I love that tip. Thank you for that. Um, let's move into your third tip, which is you say the nine-month window. What does that mean? Here's the deal, you guys. Even those outliers are getting populated. Mm. So the 
because the internet is doubling every 200 days, not just the people on the internet, but the amount of content, um, people are finding those little niches, but they're getting filled up. Meaning that now there is a relationship coach for professional athletes. That you really have about a nine-month window to go and position yourself for that 20% that actually has money to buy. Are you saying nine months after you come up with the idea or see the opportunity or nine months after you launch? Nine months after you launch. I mean, you don't have a lot of time because remember there are more people going after fewer dollars than ever before. Right. So it's like, this is not something to put on, this is something to act on. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, so okay, so get to work immediately. You're saying get out there and get it done. Unless you want to go get a J-O-B. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> So. And, and it's really, it's really, I mean, it, it is because you have to understand the market is maturing. It, it, if you can imagine those 34 bottles of olive oil that are on the grocery the store shelf in Olathe, Kansas, we go back not even a year later and now there are 64 or 68 bottles of olive oil. Yeah. So you got to get on that shelf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we also like to ask our guests to give us a book re recommendation, something that you think is really valuable in terms of reading in your business. So tell us what your book recommendation is for our listeners. Well, I just, I mean, there's so many great books. I mean, I could do like an hour on great books, but um, the one I really suggest is a book called Predictable Success. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love this book so much is that once you get your business up and you've got a niche, I mean, we, it really looks at what do you do to set your business up for long-term success? Um, because you need to have that playbook from when you start your business so that you can avoid the pitfalls that that happened to all of us. I mean, I think if I'd read that book when I had my design firm, I'd still be, you know, selling stuff to Neiman Marcus. So it's a great, it's a great read. Okay, perfect. And then we like to end our interviews asking our guests to challenge our audience to do something that will make an impact in their business today. What is your challenge to our listeners? So I have two challenges for our listeners. One is I want you to go ask five people what they'd pay you to do because that's going to help get you closer to that niche. So go ask five people, preferably not, um, you know, it's a great thing to do on social media or networking. So that's step one. And then... Um, this is only for the people that are super serious. Um, if you're really serious, um, you know, set up a, I, I, I do five sessions with entrepreneurs a week to 
just really only, I mean, this is not for you if you're thinking about a business. This is really more for somebody that's got an established business. Apply for a Velocity Factor session with me. I mean, I can't guarantee you that you'll be the one, but get on my site and fill out the form and have a conversation with me to see if I can help you. And your website is elidavidson.com. Right. It's E-L-I-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N.com. And it's the box on the far left-hand side. We're redoing our site, but yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eli. You know, I always love chatting with you, and you always give me so much to think about. So we are really happy to have you on today. Love chatting with you, and hopefully we'll have you back on in the near future. Oh, thanks so much, Stephanie. It's just been great to be with you. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.